The Hoop Collective is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Before we get started today, I just wanted to remind you that you can catch every game of the NBA Finals on ABC and ESPN Radio, where you can hear Doris Burke doing color, by the way. Plus, relive one of the greatest icons and most successful teams in sports history, Michael Jordan, the 1997-98 Chicago Bulls. Stream the Emmy and NAACP Image Award-winning series, The Last Dance on ESPN+. Welcome in to the usual late-night, addled, low-post Hoop Collective joint podcast where we are joined by a very special guest, the head coach of the 2019 NBA champions, Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse. Coach Nurse, I'm going to go right to you. That was an unbelievable game full of unbelievable moments, unbelievable shooting. I want to know right now, what words came out of your mouth or what actions did your body involuntarily undertake when Drew Holiday stripped Devin Booker, brought the ball up the court, and threw an alley-oop to Giannis with the, with time running out. What was going through your mind? That summed up the whole game, right? You thought Booker was going to go down, vault up at about 15 feet. He took it a dribble or two too deep. Drew steals it, and no way he's going to throw that pass. And he does. And um, right on the money. Only place he could throw it and ends the game virtually, right? That was a – wow, what an awesome game. I mean, especially with the start being so um, – so wild and then Milwaukee just a race in that 16 point lead so fast and then it, then it seemed like they had you know kind of the game under control most of it really till the end so that was that so was he a, shouldn't have thrown the pass right like that was that was crazy or was it not crazy no, I don't know what you're supposed to I, all I know is Zach he's got to because they cannot score in the half they are basically relying on Chris Middleton to make career shots and he keeps making them by God, he keeps making them, but they are relying on Chris Middleton to make career shots in the half court. They cannot play half court basketball. It was the absolute correct thing to do. And you know who knew it? What the Giannis knew it. That's why he got his backside from buried in the lane, challenging the Booker shot. He runs past Booker and he runs past holiday and he runs past Chris Paul. And that's why he's there to finish it because he knows we can't score in the half court, but we're still going to win the damn championship despite in spite of it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, it was an unbelievable steal. Perfectly timed double on the spin. Just took the ball away. Very rude. Just took the ball. Very rude. But they don't have to score in the half court. The Suns were going to have to foul. Coach, what's – like, I, I didn't – my they, brain – They fouled the I wrong guy. Had, they can't make free throws. They can't make free throws. That was a no, I had no, a seizure. No, no. Yeah, great pass. Thank you. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what happened. I blacked out, and he slowed down. Drew Holiday slowed down, and you could see his brain working, and my brain was working at the same time. And you saw the bodies moving, and I thought, oh, no. Oh, he's not going to do it. He's actually going to do it. Oh my God. It looks accurate. Oh my God. He made it. And it just, it now that's an all time. That's it's not the Kawhi shot, but it's an all time NBA play. It might be the Kawhi shot. I don't know. It's, that is an all time moment. It's an unbelievable sequence. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's a hell of a play. Wendy, where, where, where do you want to start with this game? Besides that play? I mean, that's, that's, that's the, that's on the all-time finals highlight reel. Where do you want where do you want to go with this game? I mean, incredible shooting, 
every time it seemed like the Bucks had it, Phoenix would make three, three, three. Uh, a couple of defensive breakdowns by the Bucks helped them get in the game. And as Coach Nurse mentioned, it looked at the beginning like Phoenix had landed a huge shot, and the Bucks, without Giannis, erased the whole lead. By the way, for the game, Giannis minus seven, Booker plus twelve. That shows you how much they destroyed the Suns when Booker hit the bench and Chris was the only option they had. Wendy, where do you even want to start with this game? That was just what a treat. Before this game, Phoenix had won 12 consecutive games decided by five points or less. And that is because they are a tremendous half-court offensive team. They can, because they're great pick and roll games, so they can score in the half-court under duress. And they are a world-class, one of the best all-time free-throw shooting teams. So the Bucks, meanwhile, have a lot of difficulty executing in the clutch, in the half-court. It has pretty much been their calling card. Um, I don't remember all the games that you coached against them, uh, a coach in 2019 when you beat them, but I'll bet you were pretty good against them defensively in the half court because you had a great defense and they, and you know, it, it's been a long process for them. So as I saw them melting that lead away and as Booker is coming down the court, potentially to go, you know, to, to, to run a play, to go ahead, I'm thinking this is the classic the definition of these two teams the suns are at unbelievable and close games and the bucks are rough in close games and that's why we watched it it got turned on its head on that play that's what i was thinking there's a lot more going on but um you know uh Giannis has been conditioned and taught this bucks team is getting this done with with transition basketball whenever they see a transition opportunity that is where they want to be they do not want to be in a free throw situation because it could end up being Giannis who's getting the free throws so, um, you know, I will say this, uh, had a couple of timeouts there that were really interesting timeouts. You had Monty Williams called timeout with in between Giannis free throws. Yeah. He was drawing up the play, but he was also freezing Giannis like a field goal kicker. I don't think yeah. you need to freeze. I don't think you need to freeze Giannis. I think well, Giannis, is already, Giannis is already in the, ref- he's already in the refrigerator. <laughs> you don't need to freeze Giannis. Um, so, um, uh, and then you had, you know, you know, Bud called timeout, you know, I'm not sure Bud's drawn up a bigger play coach than five seconds left, uh, on the shot clock and his team's up, up, uh, up one, he's got to drop a play. And then they, they botched the play, which is so bucks. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what you'd have done in that situation. I don't know what play you would have gone to, but you, that's your best play, right? That's your best side out of bounds play you got. Yeah, I mean that that's uh that's not easy, right? It's not easy when you get uh, sprung one of those and you got to get her drawn up quick. But you usually have two or three, you know, that you know you're going to go to, and you got to pick one of them, and and um, that's tough. That's that's certainly tough. I think that listen, I think um, your points about the Bucks in the half court. I mean, they had superlative games from their three stars tonight, like big time. I thought Holiday was making man tough vault up contested mid-range baseline follow you know he he really was uh was incredible I thought and and that to me is the difference I think there's a lot of basketball left in the series yet I think this thing's I think there's a lot of basketball yet left in this series I, those guys played those three guys played I thought as well as they could play simultaneously for sure how about uh, how about Giannis 14 of 23 Middleton 12 of 23 Holiday 12 of 20 
And I'm going to toss Pat Connaughton in there. He's four, six on threes. <laughs> and Connaughton's plus 10 off the bench. Uh, you know, he's playing a J.R. Smith role. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody would ever compare Pat Connaughton to J.R. Smith, but that's the role that J.R. Smith played for the Cavs. Come off the bench and hit threes. That's what he's doing. Um, the teams were it's, – it's late at night and my brain hurts, but the teams were – 27 of 47 on threes combined just an outrageous shooting game by both teams and like coach nurse said like if you asked me to the, the big three for the bucks had 88 points combined if you asked me to pick who had the best game I, I guess it was holiday with the 13 assists and the timely steal and like and like you said coach like go under on the pick and roll he hits a three go over he hit a three he hit a bunch of long twos. Like he hit the shots that he just hadn't – he had been missing. I, I don't or think there was taking, any – right? Or not even – Or taking. not – or yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think there was any magic adjustment that really unlocked Drew Holiday. He just he just made shots. We, I, I do think Bud coached a good game and there were some adjustments that we could talk about. But And then Middleton, as you said, Brian, I mean, he hit the shot right in Jay Crowder's face when there was the landing spot foul. He hit another ISO three out of nothing. Nothing was going on. Just guys draped all over him. And then the other shot was with one and about one and a half minutes left, Booker hit that coming off two pin downs. It didn't hit. Screens that didn't hit. No separation at all. Drew Holiday right on his ass just rises up and hits a three to cut it to three. The level of – and Booker had 40 points. We haven't even mentioned that. Booker had 40 points again. The level of offense in this game was just against good defense. This was a classic – well-played basketball game. Yeah, I mean, Chris Middleton has been in this league a long time. He's been a good player for a long time. Uh, he's like, you know, he's like freaking Scottie Pippen right now. They got, I'm not necessarily calling Giannis Jordan, but they got an MVP and they got Scottie Pippen. That's what's happening in this series. I don't know, Coach, if he's going to keep being Scottie Pippen, but Chris Middleton, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I go back. I mean, you got these, you know, you were down 2-0 to these guys two years ago, and you, you rose up and beat them back, and they're not the same team. And, I, and it's not just because of Drew Holiday. They're not the same team. I agree with you. They got, they got, uh, I mean, PJ Tucker, obviously Portis comes in and spot, you know, he gets you through the second and third a little bit with some toughness and some hard play and some buckets, you know, he's a bucket maker. You already mentioned Connaughton, forget Connaughton's four for six, man. That guy gets the loose ball or the rebound or the tap or the, you know, the scrappy possession, extra possession here and there. He's, he's really impacting the game. I think, um, I don't know. I just think that that Middleton, who who's shutting him down? Who's who's the Suns' go-to wing defender that's shutting him down? You know, you you got one over there in Tucker, and then obviously Drew Holiday switched over to Booker a little bit. They also got Middleton, who's a good defender. You know, they got some they got some wing defenders. Um, Milwaukee does, that's for sure. Yeah, it would, it would be Bridges, and we saw, as Jeff Van Gundy pointed out right away, they they put Bridges on Holiday because Holiday was cooking. They said, okay, we need you to put out that fire. Okay, well, then, then another fire comes up. Um, just, you know, it's interesting, Coach. You say, I, I wonder if you could expound a little bit on you think there's more basketball to be played in this series. The this, this series is not over. And normally you lose a game like that at home, 
and it's just a gut punch game. Like, you know, you it, like you just maybe just from the outside, it feels like it. But mm-hmm. is it just that they rallied in the fourth like that? And Chris, Chris Paul kind of found a groove again in the fourth after again, kind of just eh, during yeah. the game. Like what what gives you the feeling that they can go into Milwaukee and win? Because I, I don't disagree with you. I come out of that yeah. game if I'm Phoenix, you know, we, we were right there at the end. Yeah. Let me, let me totally contradict myself right away here on the side <laughs> at the start. I think Milwaukee is so good at home. I mean, it is so hard to go into that building and win a playoff game so that the Suns do have their hands definitely full. Um, I also think that sometimes winning that thing at home puts a little added pressure. You know, we, we kind of had our chance in game five and, and, you know, it's just there's a lot of things going on. People are talking about parades and ring sizes and, and all kinds of those things. And whoopsie, you, gotta, you still got to get one, get one done. I just think that can those three guys play that good again? I mean, it came down to a one-possession game, and those guys were, I, I think, absolutely superb. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um. To me, the intractable problem that was even more magnified tonight is the Suns are just getting destroyed when Booker is off the floor. They were minus 21 coming into the game with Paul on the floor and Booker off the floor. I think they were minus 18 alone tonight, so that's minus 39 for the series. Those are just minutes where they're getting killed, and the Bucks don't have sort of a, a, a period like that in their rotation where they're just sort of at the mercy of the other team that that's the stat that I've been monitoring the whole series. It was really bad tonight. And I, they just look like they don't have enough juice in those minutes. And, and Aiton is on the floor for almost, I mean, Aiton played Aiton with like the quietest 20 and 10 in NBA finals history tonight, he played 45 minutes. I mean, it wasn't an awesome game, but he got to the line six times. Wendy, you and I have talked about how he never gets the line. He scrounges way to six, seven of 12. Didn't feel like he impacted the game quite that much, but you got to give him credit for going almost the whole way. And Booker went the whole second half, I think. So this is one of the reasons why we like to have coaches on here is because they see the game at a higher level than we do. <laughs> Even when they are quote unquote off. So a minute ago, Coach Nurse said, you know, who they got defending out there besides Bridges on the perimeter. And I would say, you know, they've got some pretty good perimeter defenders. So while you guys were talking there, I just went and got, thanks to our Stats and Info group. If only starting your fitness journey was as easy as starting this podcast. The truth is all the lift big, get big, and beach body ready in three weeks pressure stops most of us from even starting. And starting is what matters most. It's everything. Wherever you're beginning and wherever you want to be, Peloton encourages you to just start. With thousands of classes to get you moving and doing what you can, even if that's just a 10-minute low-impact class, they have those too. And when you're ready, take it up a gear with a 30-minute live DJ ride. Start with Peloton and find instructors that will keep you motivated to stay on your fitness journey. Learn the basics and build from there. Remember, doing something is everything. Get started with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hitch, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So who's ever up there, whether it's the roofers, Santa, birds, old-timey chimney sweeps, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish. But you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit DirecTV.com. 
sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Sign up today. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. They just went and got, I just went and got what the, what the Suns defenders were on individual, like when they were the primary defenders tonight. And um, granted, as you mentioned, Zach, this was a outlier game in terms of incredible shooting, but when Bridges was a primary defender, whoever he was guarding on the Suns, the, or the uh, Bucks, the Bucks went four of 14. When Crow- Jay Crowder, who is on this roster to defend these situations, when Jay Crowder was the primary defender, the Bucks were 10 of 12. Chris Paul, 9 of 12, Booker, 6 of 10, and Aiton, 15 of 24, which Aiton's getting tagged with some Giannis buckets. What are you going to do? Um, good luck stopping that freight train. Um, but Coach Nurse's point is, is, is there, is that the only guy who's defending at a high level right now is Bridges. And um, that's – that, guys to defend. That's right. <laughs> There's three guys to defend. Yeah, and, and you could see the Bucks late in the game in the fourth quarter. They got a, a few, two, a, a couple buckets in a row, I think, which I is something I've written about and is smart. They were just running little, like no reason screens, except to get switches that they liked. And Middleton hit a jumper over Chris Paul, and then I think Drew Holiday bullied Chris Paul. That's really I I, I wanted them to do more of that. Not and Chris is a really good defender. Like, he's a beast. He's a cinder block. He's just six feet tall and those guys can, can get over him or overpower him. I thought that was really smart coach. What, what else about, you know, as Wendy said, the bucks half court offense has been the subject of much scrutiny over the years. And, and, and I remember I could probably almost recite the statistic in that conference finals from two years ago against you. It was really, really bad. What did you see tonight in the, from your coach's vantage point? Like what did they do to other than just Drew Holiday making shots to unlock some stuff, or was it just that? Well, you you just mentioned a couple of them. I thought they I thought they found Middleton a couple times in some switches. Uh, that was a huge bucket he hit on Chris Paul down there. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not ever uh, gonna take too many chances against Chris Paul. He he guards up in size down there on the on the block or on the baseline. That's for sure. But you know he just. That's what they wanted to run. He commanded the ball. He took it at him. He threw a little forearm into his chest and then vaulted up over him and made it. Um, that's that's one thing, I think. Um, you know, and I thought, I thought again, I think Giannis is being super patient. I mean, what was he from the field, Wendy? You said tonight he was uh, – He was 14 of uh, 23, which is and, – and, and most of those that – I mean, again, I, I recall them all being little jump hooks like – like right yeah. across the middle of the lane, you know, and, and then probably about five dunks in there too. That he that took a he took a three pointer, which I would again have fined him for. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he made one one kind of big jump shot from about seventeen or eighteen too, with the shot clock running down. That was a, a huge bucket. But he so to, again to your point, yeah. to your point, coach. Yep, this was Giannis's thirteen consecutive game. Uh, you got again. We should sell access. You should get for you should be able to buy ESPN plus plus and get access to our stat people during a finals game. Um, his 13 consecutive playoff games shooting 50% from the field, over 50% from the field. Um, the only other guy to do it since 1955 is Shaq. We talked on this podcast a few days ago about how basically he's playing 2021 version of Shaq ball, uh, Giannis. 
Yeah, uh, he, I, he after patient, the, though, right? I thought he, I thought he took took a lot of good ones and got a lot of good ones. Like he's he's letting he's letting those other guys do their thing. I think um, very well, you know. Um, something else, you know, I'm in, I'm out in Vegas covering Team USA. One of the things I'm thinking about is, you know, let's let's say this series ends in Milwaukee. Can you imagine Booker getting on the? You know, they're going to have a private plane to fly Booker, Middleton, and, and Holiday over. Can you imagine going through a series like this? Holiday has just ripped your has just ripped you, and now you're going to go fly with the guy for 12 hours. For, I mean, well, I guess you could be on his team, and but now you've just had this series. You got to sit together for 12 hours. I mean, I'm I'm getting Netflix. I, you know, you know, you're not talking about this series. Um, or maybe you are. Wouldn't it be a cool story if they actually spent the flight, like, because there's going to be a huge level of mutual respect no matter what happens the rest of this series, and and you're bonded forever by playing against each other in the finals. You're all going to the Olympics. It's, wouldn't it be cool? Maybe you do the Netflix for like the first six hours, and then someone <laughs> someone breaks the ice after a couple of drinks, and then you just sit. They open the laptops. Hey, remember that play? And what did you guys say? That would be that would be really cool. It probably won't happen though. Yeah, I don't think so. They're going to take a, a sleeping pill, but we have Dame Lillard situation here and I'm not going to get into that on this podcast because we're talking about the game, but the thing that Dame is trying to hold the Blazers feet to the fire on is he's looking at what Milwaukee did where they just did everything to get Drew holiday. They, they just gave everything to get Drew holiday. And it was a mildly controversial trade at the time because you know, holiday is a borderline all-star player. And this is why, you know, this is a gamble that they played and, and, it, and it worked. And so in this game, this is the quintessential Drew Holiday game that he'll probably ever play. At 27 points, which he scored. Um, the Bucks scored 31 points off his 13 assists. So that means... He's, spray, he's spraying out to the corners like LeBron, like some of those assists were right. great, great. But it has to be the best game of his career, all things considered. The stakes okay. considered. He's not going to... It has to be. Okay. So, okay. He, so he's responsible for 58 points either scoring or assisting. And by the way, 13 of 18, 72%. When he was defending the Suns, and I know that this stat gets a little tough because you're helping and, you know, what have you, but um, when he was contesting their shot, uh, the Suns shot 27%. In a game where the Suns shot 56% of the team, 27% when Holiday was a defender. Booker was one in five, one for five on him. And, um, and of course, he gets the steal to end the game. And that's the guy that they paid three first round picks and two pick swaps for. Um, uh, I mean, that's that this is, they're living the dream. This is, you know, they put, they put their chips in the middle and, and they've got it. You know, it's again, not unlike 2019, you put your chips in the middle mm-hmm. for Kawhi mm-hmm. and, uh, and he delivered for you, uh, Nick. And, and I mean, that's, you know, you could you could have twenty bites at the apple and and not get it, not get this close and and here you are. I mean and and I got to respect that from the Bucks. I got to respect that their chips are all down and those guys are playing well and and uh, you know I know that the job's not done as Kobe would say, job's not done. Um, but damn, damn, that looks like you. a hell. I agree with you. you. You do have to respect them for doing that. Got a, got a great. Great, great guy's going to go down as one of the all-time great players in Giannis, and you and you keep finding it until you find it. And they did it, right? They did it. Yeah, that's that Drew Holiday game is is like 
you're not allowed to as you, you, the fans you're not allowed to pick on him he could have 15 bad shooting games in a row next season that game is the cleanser for all of it you're never allowed to make fun oh why is drew holiday throwing this turnover this mid nope 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 this is that game if they go on to win it that that game is an all-timer um bobby portis plus seven Connaughton plus 10 maybe it was because of tucker's fouls but i thought bud was playing the right lineups for a lot of the game. Like I really liked that Holiday, Middleton, Giannis, Connaughton, Portis lineup. That got more run maybe in the last two games than it did the entire playoffs before and only played 40 minutes in a regular season. Portis' shooting just balances it out. Uh, and then they finished the game small without Lopez on the floor or, or without Portis on the floor too. I thought that was – those were good minutes and – I don't know what else should we talk about. I mean, who have we not who have we not shouted out yet? I mean, well, can just, I can I just take a little diversion here? Yeah, divert. It's late, man. Divert. Can, can, can we want. talk about the scene? Uh, courtside the the courtside scene tonight. You got you got the you got the son's hundred dollar bill guy. Yeah, who's doing the counting? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was pretty. I mean, I've pretty seen cool. a lot of people do things to get on television. <laughs> That was that was pretty good, and it worked. And I mean, I can I can hear our guy Tim Corrigan who, who directs the show in the truck, saying, "How many times can we? How many times should we show this?" <laughs> um, and then you got the the LeBron uh, crew. Now the LeBron crew, there could be a novella written about this game because LeBron comes in to support his friend Chris Paul, and he brings a full bottle of his is it tequila that he's selling i don't i'm not a drinker i don't know he brings a full bottle of tequila and six and sticks it under his chair for promotional purposes i realize how many people are getting away with bringing a full bottle? i mean remember when he was hurt a couple years ago he brought the glass of wine he brings a full bottle of tequila and puts it under his chair okay that's going on meanwhile rich paul his agent brings his girlfriend to the game to sit next to LeBron. His girlfriend is Adele. Rich Paul is at the game with Adele. LeBron is watching the game with Adele. Um, this is the first time that they it was that they've come out in public together. So this will be all over the tabloids, especially in England tomorrow. I trust me. And there's a photo out there of the Giannis dunk where Chris Paul is fouling him where you see LeBron in the background experiencing the dunk at the same time as Adele. And Adele is so stunned at the play. Zach, you asked what Coach Nurse was doing. We have visual evidence of what Adele was doing. She was gasping and putting her hands over her mouth because she couldn't believe what she was saying. And I don't even know how big of a basketball fan she is. But she was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I mean, this is is, is incredible stuff. Rich Paul has built an empire. His success is unquestionable. He helms a gigantic enterprise. He is a an elite business person in his own right. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. 
every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code HOOP. That's code HOOP. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Yeah, do it. Visual evidence, as Win- as Wendy likes to say, there, but there there is a photo of that somewhere. In the heat of the moment, do you even register that Drake is touching you? I mean, that, or do, are you just like, what's going on? I didn't. I kind of a lot of stuff happens in those final games, right? There's always something, you know. Uh, and I got up the next day and got a bunch of things. Well, what was Drake was giving you a massage? And I said, "What's everybody talking about?" You know. And then they got a photo of it, and I said. Uh, I said I was either really focused or he's got really soft hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um, to turn serious though, um, after the game, Malika was interviewing Giannis, and she was talking about, you know, what do you do now? I mean, what do you do as you're getting ready for this? You know, your closeout opportunity at home. And Coach Nurse was talking about they had a closeout opportunity at home. Um, Kyle Lowry had the three that could have won the game and got blocked and was a very memorable game Durant um with the Achilles but um Giannis talked about you know just getting some rest in and whatever but in all seriousness at this point where we are with our country um these players have got to go into quasi lockdown uh this delta variant is uh, is going we have a bucks player Thanasis. and let's just be honest I mean I don't know what the contract tracing situation is but Thanasis is in contact tracing, and um, Giannis's typical workout coach with the Raptors is in contact tracing. That means Giannis was pretty close to this, and um, you know, hopefully everybody's vaccinated. I mean, I'm living in a world here in uh, in Vegas with Team USA, which is going through its own scare. Um, and while I'm in Vegas, uh, because I'm going, I need to pass COVID tests to go to Tokyo. I'm very much not out at all i'm i'm very much you know staying totally in my hotel room almost the bucks and Giannis need to stay out of stay out of protocol i mean obviously you ever want to stay healthy they got to stay out of protocol because um one way for this series to get uh to get squared pretty quick is if uh if they lose one of their stars so um you know nick i mean this was your life i mean you guys had it harder than anybody i mean you know this is um this is, uh, you know, this is not new for NBA teams to deal with, but this has got to be like almost job one for the next 72 hours, I would think. Yep, that's, that's, a, that is um, got to remain, you know, in this uh, kind of current climate and times, it's got to remain, you know, top priority. Um, and then you got to, you know, like I already, I already kind of joked about it, but you got to, you can't get ahead of yourself right? You can't get ahead of yourself. I, I, um, you got, you know how hard this is, man. This is really hard to win these games and they can go either way. And the, the effort and performance and focus that you're going to have to have, they'll hand you the trophy. If you win one more game, 
you don't you don't have to worry about the trophy getting handed to you and the rings and the parades and and all that kind of stuff and who's going to be there to see it there'll be there'll be all kinds of time for that and and um but you're right safety protocols first and total total focus rest re-energize and next when do you got serious can i get nerdy please yes we've we've, we've joked we've been serious and please let's take take me away from this i will bet you dollars to donuts which is a phrase i don't even understand <laughs> i will bet you dollars to donuts this game will be the most Giannis ball handler middleton screener pick and rolls the bucks have ever ran in any game since they paired them up and it's a play that i mentioned in my preview of this game and they ran it a lot because it caught the suns by surprise it's usually the other way around it caught the suns by surprise a few times in game four they ran it a bunch remember a few after game two i did my sponsored segment the most resourceful phoenix suns the phoenix suns (laughs) resourceful play of the game sponsored by nobody because nobody cares this is my bucks my Milwaukee Bucks, hey, maybe Mike Budenholzer isn't the dolt he's been made out to be play of the game, <laughs> sponsored by nobody uh, because nobody cares. Right before the half, okay, they ran uh, – um, Middleton came up to set a screen for Giannis. That's the alignment I'm talking about. You never see that, okay? And the Suns were a little bit ready for it, and so Middleton came off the screen, caught it, and it turned into a Middleton-Giannis pick-and-roll, the alignment we usually see with one shooter on the weak side and two shooters on the strong side. Giannis came in, lobbed dunk. The Suns didn't know what hit him, and on the side with two shooters, they were running like an off-ball flare screen action. You know what that was? That was a Phoenix Suns-style play. All the sexy, cool stuff that the Suns have received so much justifiable credit for. The Bucks did it. And, I, and again, I think they only ran 55 Giannis Middleton pick-and-rolls the whole season before this game. I bet they ran 10 this game alone. So that is your sponsored by nobody. Milwaukee <laughs> Bucks, Mike Budenholzer is not the dolt he's been made out to be. Play of the game right before the half. And I just thought that was a really smart, like a little window into their adjustments. I, they, they tried new stuff. And that's what's so cool about the finals, right? All You get to this stage, the teams are so good. And I wonder if you actually might remember some stuff from, from your finals, um, Coach. Like, it just forces you to stretch your playbook to places where you just haven't taken it before because the defenses are so good. Do you have any memories of that against whether it was the sure. Bucks or the Warriors? Like, like stuff you sure. ran that's like, man, we haven't really done this. Like, can you remember stuff like that? Well, you guys will probably remember that both um, Pascal and Fred had – incredible fourth quarters in game six and that was a lot of that was we were we were trying to get Draymond out of the play uh so and he was guarding Kawhi right and virtually wanting to do anything to go not have to have him involved either on the pick and roll or in some weak side where he could steal it get in there and steal so we ran a lot of you know when you would think maybe it would be Kyle and Kawhi pick and rolls it was a lot of Pascal Fred pick and rolls and I think Fred hit four threes and the fourth quarter. I don't know how many people hit four threes in the fourth quarter of a, of a closing game on the road. Title, on the right? road. So, yeah. On the road. So yeah, t- tons of stuff. You're, you're maybe not running a bunch of new stuff, but moving the pieces around a lot in a game. And sometimes you put in a couple new wrinkles and the team has them taken out by halftime and you got to put a couple more in seriously. It's, it's, uh, it really is something, uh, when you, when you think about going back through some of those chess moves, you know, something else, um, you know, the, the bucks obviously got down big in this game. The Suns just made everything in the first 
quarter. And I actually thought that the Bucks at times played good defense in the first quarter. They had good contests and the Suns were just having one of those moments. But this Bucks team, they were down 2-0 to Brooklyn. Obviously, the Nets had injuries. They were down 2-0 in this series. They have faced adversity. And the way they calmed themselves um, and turned it around in the second quarter, of course, they were unconscious in the second and third quarter shooting. But that shows a team that has been through some battles just from the beginning of this postseason to the end. And if you're talking about a championship team, most championship teams go through some adversity. We've talked a lot about 2019. You were down 2-0 in that series, in that year to Milwaukee. Um, you know, you had some adversity in the, uh, in the, in the 76 year series that year. But I saw a team that had, um, that, sh- that showed that it had a graduate degree in dealing with adversity tonight. I'm not sure that that Bucks team, even earlier in this playoffs, withstands the energy in that building and the onslaught that was hitting them um, like the way that they did. And I, and I was watching their faces. Giannis, Giannis stayed flat, Holiday stayed flat. Um, and they just worked their way out of it. So I, I thought, you know, you, you could see, you know, a championship level response in that, in that, in, in that regard as well. And a, and a championship level fourth quarter for Phoenix. I mean, like, it, cause it kept, I got up to 14. It was 108, 94. And it just, every dagger that it seemed like the bucks hit the Suns came right back. I mean, they didn't win the game and they might not win the championship because they didn't win this game. But that was a championship fourth quarter. And I thought they played the whole game with just the level of urgency you wanted to see, not just the minutes, but they clearly wanted to run and or just at least like let's set the first pick of the possession with 19 or 20 on the shot clock. Let's get them backpedaling. Let's get them where they're not in the right position. And Chris or, or Devin maybe has a little bit more room to shoot. They just came out and pushed. Milwaukee gave them some turnovers early. They got that under control. But I just thought it was – that. that's everything – you know, game four was really fun and nip and tuck. It was a little sloppy here and there. This was everything you want from an NBA finals game. I don't, I, I, I don't know, coach, if you agreed, but that's, I just, I left just fully like that was amazing. Well, I, th- I think the shot making, you know, two points, you know, um, Brian said that they answered the onslaught and they were unconscious. I mean, that, that helps you say, say you know, hit, hit about, you know, seven out of nine threes. That'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll make you feel pretty good under any, any circumstances, right? That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, but no, I, no, seriously, take your point. I, I, I do think there was, there was very little panic from them down getting blown out, you know, in the first quarter, very little panic. And, and again, racing that so quick is almost like it didn't even happen. You know, it was almost like they were trading buckets all the way the first half, um, how fast they erased it. But I, but I do agree, you know, that there's something about shot making that makes a game seem awesome too, right? When teams are shooting them and knocking them in and it's going both ways, you know, it's, um, it's, it, it's also adds to what you would say is a great game. But drama, man, a lot of drama. A lot of stars on the on the sidelines watching the game, right? A lot of a lot of everything that that makes the NBA. Adele great. loved it. It's yep, she Adele's did favorite finals game she's ever been to. She just said so. <laughs> I just text her. But Kale Bridges hit an off to dribble three. How about that? That's a thing that happened. That doesn't happen ever. Okay, Wendy, I, I, any concluding thoughts that you want to no, get out? I think I, I think show? we could just define you and me, Zach, as I'm talking about Adele and you're talking about Mikhail Bridges off the dribble threes. I think that's I think that defines us and our hey, look when that song Hello came out like five years ago, 
I listened to that thing like a hundred times in a couple of, that's a great song. And I, and, and they, then they did a great SNL skit about it. Coach, any, any concluding thoughts that you want to get out before we let you go from Tampa just, live from Tampa? Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't swing too hard on these things. I think it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of game to be played yet. A lot of basketball to be played. Still think it's, um, it's going to be hard to go in there and win on the road, but can be done. Well, we see, see a couple more games, maybe. Huh? Listen to what you he know, says. He knows what he's talking about. You know how I feel about the T dot. Uh, I, I really miss it. I miss Toronto. Um, I miss seeing you guys. I, I hope the world works in a way that we can be back there uh, next season. And I know you're, you're busy with draft prep. So I appreciate you making a little time. Uh, Wendy, we will be back at least one more time. Yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe two, but at least one more hey, time. Listen, I don't, if, if we go to seven games, I'm going to be doing this from, from Tokyo. Wh- wow. Really? We would still do it. We're not going to do it. If you're yes. in Tokyo, that's not possible. Well, I'm going to be in quarantine. The hell not hell. We're not. What do you think I'm going to be doing? <laughs> All right. Brian Windhorst. Uh, thank you. Coach Nick nurse. Thank you. Best of your family. Be safe. Right. Thanks guys. Great. See you. Take care.